Welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. And uh, hey, Bev. I mean, you know, long distance phone calls and we're recording and we got new musica for y'all today. Yep, I'm pretty excited. Um, we have been saving up some songs and like it was hard for us to decide with all the great new music coming out this summer. But this is the cream. Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and uh, what we're listening to right now is Torre Blanca with his latest single, Maricón. Uh, this is a pride anthem. Uh, so we're going to wrap that song up now, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, keep discussing some more new musica. <laughs>
Alrighty, and we're back. Um, and hey, Bev, how you doing? Hey, how you been? I've been I've been good. I've been listening to a lot of music for one thing. Um, how have you been, Richard? Same, actually. It's funny because like when you work in music or like in in the business that we do, you know, I, I feel like I'd listen to less music now because it's like, oh, I have this this one piece, so I have to focus on this one album or whatever. You know, Finally, is, you understand yeah. my problems. Oh, totally. But but I've been listening to a lot more music lately. Uh, a lot of really fantastic like records have been coming out over the spring and early summer. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to share some some new music with with uh, dear listeners today. Well, this song um, is one that you initially shared with me, and uh, but technically I brought it because we were going to record this um, episode without it. And I was like, wait, what about the Tori Blanca song? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's amazing. I was um, checking out the lyrics to make sure I understood what was going on last night. And um, so the song is called Maricon. I think you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that probably doesn't need any translation here. Um, no. <laughs> and just like, so first of all, it is such a fucking bop. Um, yeah. And then the the saxophones come in and I'm like, Oh yeah, fuck me up. And that is why Tori Blanca is considered like such um, a genius in Mexico's music scene. You know why he's such an OG. Um, And on top of it though, like the lyrics are very, very complex for um, what it, for a song that's such a bop, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Torreblanca is known for that. And that's actually like, I know Torreblanca. I, I personally, I, he's a bit of an acquaintance leaning towards friend. But like, it's interesting because, you know, I've never really been a big fan, not because he's not talented or not good or whatever, but because his, his lyrics are so damn complex. It's like reading an epic Greek poem every single time. Um, and so like, and you know, and I've said it on the show many, many times, I'm really, really, really bad with lyrics because like my, my brain just doesn't focus. Um, but he is a contemporary of uh, Natalia Lafourcade and Jimena Sariñana. They all went to school together. And um, they've collaborated. A bunch, a bunch. And so, like, you know, aside from being crazy, like super talented in the pedigree, of, like, absolutely. Mexican indie. Totally. And so, uh, you know, and Maricón is really cool because, like, he has never, uh, well, I, I, I don't know that he's, I don't know when he, like, came out of the closet or whatever, but it's never really been much of a secret. I mean, some people are like, oh, I didn't know, but it's not something he really went out of his way to keep together, uh, to keep quiet. Kind of like how Esteban also, like, this new album cycle was all about, like, his coming out or whatever. He was never in the closet. And he even said so when he first started talking about it. He's like, I was never in the closet. It's just I never addressed it in the music. Um, and so what I, what I think Maricón does so so successfully um, is that it takes all these like very common common slurs you know sopla nuca muerda almohada you know like pil- literally pillow biter you know some um, of which I was he- not familiar with yeah mariquita mariquita I mean I can't tell you how many times I got called a mariquita when I was growing up so um, you know but it's just like it's it's it's, it takes these slurs and it just sort of like turns them on their head. He just goes like, oh, that's a beautiful word, you know, or like, I thank mean, you. It is, frankly. Um, but um, yes. And then, <laughs> but he's like, but then, he, you know, I think there's a part where like, he's like, people say, essentially people are, people say like, stop exaggerating. They're just words. But then he points mm-hmm. out that um, they're words that are used to justify violence, if I understand the lyrics 
very well. 100%. That's exactly what he's saying. And uh, there's guest vocals from Pombo and Dorian Wood. And it's really cool because basically they they are these disembodied voices that pelt him with the slurs. Um, they're both sort of like demons, but also like, you know, uh, comforting voices where they're like, you know, like, oh, maricon, quierete mucho, love yourself lots. Um, it's actually very, very, it's a beautiful song. Um, and, I, and I got to see the first performance of it uh, live uh, during Pride, actually, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, this was in El Zócalo and El Zócalo by the way had like this phenomenal like so this was a it was interesting because it was, it was a special pride um, in many different places so in New York obviously it commemorated the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots um, and in Mexico it was the 30, the 41st uh, you know pride march um, and 41 is a really important number here in Mexico for queer people because uh, there's the the case of Los 41 which was this this sort of um, drag ball uh in, oof, uh, don't get me to line, but I think it was in the 30s or the 40s, um, where basically 41 gay men uh, and potentially like, you know, other queers and trans folks were arrested because they were up in drags. Um, and so Los, Los 41 are a big sort of cultural landmark for queer people here. Um, and so again, it being the, the 41st, you know, edition, it was, it was very significant. Um, and so they brought in all this really cool talent last year. I didn't know that this was happening. And so they had headliners like Faye, um, and La Sonora Dinamita, which was cool. Faye is of course like a bit of a gay icon, but like, you know, La Sonora Dinamita is like a great cumbia band, but it doesn't really have much to do with pride. This year they brought in all this really, really, really great uh, LGBT talent and like and mine and like the T was incredibly visible because again this is a conversation that uh, is very very uh, uh, active right now and so they had La Prohibida they had um, God Semoa uh, DJ Guapis Nomi Ruiz from uh, Jessica Six from Hercules and Love Affair wow. uh, Torre Blanca yeah Torre Blanca uh, Javier Amena Esteban uh, Pambo uh, God like so many so much incredible talent um and yeah, I mean, it, it was as if I had curated the damn lineup. Like it was, ah. oh, La Bruja de Texcoco, uh, Man Candy. I mean, they had really great stuff. Um, what was what was your Pride like over up in New York? Um, I celebrated Pride in a pretty on-brand way for me. I uh, <laughs> I did not go to any outdoor crowds because, frankly, that's not really my thing. Um, but I did go to see Limp Wrist, and I think that counts. And That's amazing. That was <laughs> it was a beautiful experience. Um, you know, so it was a hardcore show, and that was great. And Martin Sarandagai is a legend, and you know, he's a lifer, like surviving in San Francisco, and he's like, you know. He talked about a friend of his who was recently beaten up for being gay and, you know, just said, like, you know, I'm not going to get into that, all of that right now. There's a lot of terrible things going on, but, like, just take care of each other, you know, look out for each other out there. And um, I just thought that that was, um, yeah, it was it was kind of a religious experience. I don't know. It was like. Hardcore shows are kind of like my spiritual home. And I'm like, why don't I do this more often? This is amazing. Um, um, you should definitely go to the Heterophobia and Cremalleras show. I actually recently interview, interviewed Dani Alvarez of both those bands uh, for the show. And so that, that'll be coming out uh, probably in a few weeks. But, oh, awesome. Um, 
yeah, like that that's a show you got to make it to. It's going to be good. One of those uh wonderful one of the wonderful things you were telling me about like Pride and the Pride in Mexico is that um you know they had so much queer talent. Um yes. because like one there was a lot of furor over um Taylor Swift coming out with uh you know a attempted Pride anthem. And how mm-hmm. these, like, you know, these straight artists are always trying to make a pride anthem and, like, I don't know, pander to their queer fan base. And more and more it's falling flat. And I read this really great essay. I was just, like, going through my pocket, like, looking through, mm-hmm. looking for um, where I saved it because I don't remember the author's name. But um, it, like, made the very brilliant part point that um, there was a time when, uh, like queer anthems or like gay anthems or like pride anthems were written by straight artists because like gay artists couldn't really be out and tell their stories. So then, you know, we would often have these things like happen by proxy, you know? Yeah. But uh, that's not necessary right now or anymore because plenty of gay artists are out there writing their own pride anthems now. And many of them came out this year um, not the artists. Many song, many Pride anthem songs came out this year, and that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I guess I, I you know, it's just it's I, I understand the, the the drama around uh, what's her name uh, Taylor Swift. I also don't care. Um, I mean, like, sure, I guess it's cool that somebody's with that enormous ass platform is using, I guess, allegedly. For good, well, yeah, but she allegedly. did a terrible job of it. The song sucks. I, and it's I like, agree. It's I just agree. embarrassing, and also like I haven't even heard it. <laughs> they do like such a ter- like a lot of these artists are doing like such a terrible job of like desperately trying to be like gay oh, icons. Totally, that it's like it's embarrassing. It's harmful. I even think, and uh, I don't know. It's just ugly because they don't care. 100%. You, you can tell they don't care about gay people. Oh, I mean, it's media, it's brands, it's everything. And I, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's you know, like, again, and again, like, I appreciate, a, quote unquote, using the platform for good at the same time as, as I also say that I don't believe it, I don't buy it, I don't care about it. Because, like, I know it's also, like, you're just selling shit. It, I mean, it is, at the end of the day, still, like, you know, a very corporate move. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I, kind and, of the and, same as, like, you know, like, Chase Bank putting up a rainbow for a month sure. and then taking it down on July 1st. Like... But but I mean like but also like I, but there's also an argument to be said about like well you know I also remember a world where that didn't happen and I guess cool you know yeah I mean it's I just, guess it's, it's about not over for like a really long yeah. time because like you know you know when you first started seeing ads in like just uh, gay magazines that were like aimed at gay people to like sell cars people were like right well I guess that's cool that we're being marketed to. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I, I, don't, I don't mind it, but I also don't buy it. You know what I mean? It's just like, meh. You know, but, and it, but it's also like, you know, you talk about, like, um, a lot of, like, queer artists are making, you know, queer anthems now or whatever. Uh, but I think, like, something like Todrick Hall, for example, is like, nails, boots, whatever, elbows, knees and, sh- knees and toes, whatever. You know, I, I, I just, you know, it just, it feel I don't like, and this was my, my main issue, for example, with someone like Kevin Frett. Um, I, before obviously all the scandals, um, but it was, it was, I just didn't 
I was like, it's a gimmick. It's just, you're just relying on like stereotypes of your own community. And it's just like, that doesn't really do it for me. Okay. I um, mean like a, like a bad queer anthem by someone who's gay is still a bad song. So yes, that is well, right. equally and, bad. And that's and exactly equally it. harmful. I totally see what you're saying. But like, and, and, I mean, and that's, like, and that's, I'm talking about the awesome songs, like the one we just played. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and Torre Blanca, and again, that's what I think was so cool. It's just like he, I mean, it, it's the, the song is rooted in his own fear of being called a fag, you know, in school, on the street, wherever. And so, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's about where these songs are coming from, you know? It's just like there's plenty of queer artists doing great music. Again, like, you know, Martin Sarandagai, as you just said, like both as Los Crudos and as Limpris, like, you know, he's really dove into some heady shit, you know? But then again, it's just like, I don't need... You you know, Adam Lambert completely covered in makeup out here doing, you know, I don't know, or, or like a Troy Sivan. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, know, like, we don't. Pussy Poppin' Anthem. On the I don't other really hand, need it. Uh, <laughs> someone does, I think. And, and, and if they icon. get something, and, and, and if they, and if they get something from it, I'm so glad, you know, and, and it's just like, it's fine. Just let people be happy. That, that was something that like, I noticed, um, in New York, for example, like on my, via my social media, obviously, um, that, you know, there was obviously like the pride parade. And then there was like this reclaiming pride March. That was basically a protest that was happening in parallel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's cool that both of these things are happening. You're also not cooler better more interesting or intelligent for choosing to protest like Them's both are fine words L- I, but you're not i mean let people enjoy things like you know ah! visibility like isn't isn't the whole like you know overplayed mantra of like existence is resistance so there you have it a fucking pride march or a pride parade they're both existing and they're both i guess resisting it is you know, like it I, is very complicated for my part i have you, i've created a bucket list goal to go to the dyke march one day and I don't know. The rest of you can duke it out. I've actually been to it. It's uh, well, it it been to me because I was at Washington Square Park when it like l- crash landed on the on the on the park, and it was amazing. The I highly recommend. Dyke you know. March <laughs> comes to Richard. Richard doesn't go to the Dyke March. <laughs> Iconic. Essentially. Um, let's keep it moving because we have a we have a whole lot of playlists today, and and this isn't Pride Dose Electric Boogaloo. Um, Pride uh, Dose. Pride next- never ends. <laughs> yes pride forever okay okay we're uh, good we can move on we can stop being okay. queer for <laughs> two minutes um well up next we have a song by medio piki uh who is this great um dominican uh producer i, I don't want to say dembo artist because he does so much uh, so many things like he, you know like like he does like um he's he's an electronic producer but like sometimes you'll dip into hip-hop into dembo um so it's it, more, more am, ambient I'm type familiar things. with him and he is i would i would describe his music as broadly like um tropical festival bangers Perfect. Yes. Agreed. And so he, he, just, he, uh, so he, has a, he just wants to rock parties and I love it. So he has a new EP called No Se, uh, dropped actually on Pride Weekend. Um, and we're going to listen to the song uh, Si La Calle Bota Fuego. And, it, it, you know, obviously the title is a reference to El Alfa's now classic verse on uh, Bad Bunny's La Romana. Um, but this song, what, what really did it for me is that it features Adrián Igual. Now, you know, for the... for for diehard fans of the Chilean indie pop scene, Adrián Igual came out, like, he exploded around the same time that everybody else did, like, you know, at, on, an, on an international level, like Alex Ambanter, Jepe, Javier Amena, Astro, etc. Yeah, where's he uh, been? But Adrian, 
Uh, but that's exactly it. Adrián Igual has had a bit of difficulty clinging to that spotlight um, because after Éxito Mundial, which was uh, the name of his you know, most famous album, the, uh, it was a duo and they broke up. Nacho Aedo, uh, who used to be um, uh, Alex Ambanter's bass player, actually, in Teleradio, he actually went and just became part of Alex Ambanter's new band. And um, they fought. Uh, so Nacho and Adrián don't get along anymore. And so now Adrián is by his lonesome trying to you know, produce or whatever. And, it's, and, and he's been doing some synth pop here and there. He's also been trying some trap. He's been doing some reggaeton. He's worked with artists like Planta Carnivora and Miss Nina. Uh, but he hasn't, like, again, he hasn't really, really sort of, like, come back. And, and this song really did it for me. I was just like, wow, Medio Piki really brought Adrián Igual back. Like, they both sound really comfortable. They both sound just cool and chill. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a dope little song. Uh, again, I really, really like it. Yeah, let's listen. This is de definitely add this to your summer barbecue playlist. Very cool. Okay, so this is Medio Piki featuring Adrián Igual. The track is Si la calle bota fuego, and we'll be right back with more song mess. Faltaba, así que Bye. 
And we're back. So this is on my summer barbecue playlist. Um. Literally. I'm, I'm working on one, and this is like the first thing on there. That was Davila Seseses with a new song. Ladies and gentlemen and gentle thems. Um, yes. Ladies and gentle thems. Uh, yes. We are losing our sh- I am losing my shit. That was really huesos <laughs> viejos, and yeah, no, this is like this is my soul food. Um, I guess I mean I I maybe I mean I didn't I didn't fall in love with with Davila Seis when they first happened, so maybe that maybe that's why I'm like not like woohoo. I just didn't. I also didn't see very much fanfare when the song dropped. I mean, well, it's they a good track. Because, like people are over the garage punk scene, but I still carry a blazing fair, torch for fair. it. Um, <laughs> yes. and I, I'm going to be at the show. They better fucking have merch. That's right. They are also, okay. So there's another, there's a tour. Um, mm-hmm. it kicks off July 7th. Um, and, uh, there's also an album coming out. Uh, que viva el veneno, long live poison. Um, yes. and yeah, like, okay. I've said this on the show, like a bunches of times. Davila Seis got me into listening to um like rock music or just indie music in spanish like huh, um, okay i heard i think it was like their first seven inch and i just was listening to it and i was like uh wow uh more please um that that's actually not the first time I've heard that. I, uh, Davila had a surprising amount of crossover. I've definitely heard a lot of like sort of like just general gringos who'd never really listened to like Latin indie before be like, "Oh yeah, Davila says says says." That was a really great band. Um, um, well, if you like this, if you like this kind of rock music, if you like garage punk, they're like mm. the best. Um, and so they're, they're back. I'm like, I cannot, I could not possibly be more excited. Um, which reminds me, I should, I have to find a way to review their album or something. So yeah, I could not be more excited about this and I like the song and it's perfect for summer and it's summer. Anyway, um, I have another song that I'm excited about. I actually really like that. I'd, I'd never heard of Agua Viva until you, you sent her my way or sent them. I don't remember if they were non-binary. Uh, but, no, um, I believe, I believe uh, she's a girl. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I remember you sent me this track and you were like, oh, have you heard of Agua Viva? I feel like you would like it. And I listened to it. And I was like, "Woo, I really do like it. Uh, tell me a little bit about Las Estrellas Se Quiebran. Um, that is uh, one of her singles. Um, so... She's based in Brooklyn. Uh, okay. And, but she's from Buenos Aires. And, um, yeah, she's, you know, part of the DIY scene here, playing shows at the Glove and stuff like that. Very underground, mm-hmm. very, like, um, gritty. But it's, like, it's, like, pop. But, you know, it's, like, scrappy, you know, uh, punk ethos, pop sound kind of lo-fi but really good and so like i've been trying to get out to one of her shows and i haven't managed to do it um Mm -hmm. but i want to because i don't know i haven't heard about a new artist in brooklyn that i'm excited about for a while frankly also about agua viva something important to know um she doesn't have a ton of songs but she does have the album el hechiza de la luna which is out now it came out in june so check it out guys 
Yeah, I mean, and she's and she's. Uh, I, I think I looked on like her Spotify, and there wasn't very much there. So I, I'm I'm guessing she's a bit of a newcomer. Oh yeah. Um, and so like this is good. This is cool. Get get in on this artist uh, early. I mean, you know, and there's definitely potential here. Like I mean, I I see it. Um, so this is this is cool. I'm excited to to, to play it. Uh, again, let's listen to that now. Again, this is Agua Viva. The track is Las Las Estrellas Se Quiebran, uh, and we'll be right back with more new music.
メグスターのシカスタラダタラダメグスターのシカスタラダタラダタラダ Yes, I love, love this song. So this is not a new song, and I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I'm, I, I'm dropping the ball here, but, I, but I'm being really stubborn. I'm glad you brought this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is like, this is my song, song now. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it is, and that's why I was, I was like, oh, Beverly would live for this. We're talking about,、um, like, talk about, like, gay anthems. How many bisexual anthems are there? Actually, there's a lot, and I love it, and I'm going to make a playlist. But not enough. Not, no one's、um, near enough. No, and this, this song, again, this, so this is Cariño. This is the, so the song is called Bisexual,、uh, and it's by Cariño. They're a,、uh, a, a pop power trio, I guess, from, from Spain.、Um, and they're just like, You know, like these cool, cute, silly girls.、Um, and they just they, they have a, a wicked sense of humor. They're really like fiercely talented with, with a guitar.、Um, and yes, they have new, newer, newer releases, but Cariño dropped towards the end of 2018.、Um, and when I discovered this, I was like, this is a pride bop, right? If I ever heard one.、Um, okay, just and, to admit、um, it, this,、so、they, this episode is Pride 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, and so、uh, Bisexual is part of their debut album,、uh, Movidas.、Uh, again, it's on all platforms, and you can go buy it or stream it and support them.、Um, um, and yeah, Movidas. Again, I, I do. Does that mean.、Um, moves. That's what I thought. I, I was going to、yeah. say movements, but. Yeah, I, but, but it's like, it's, it, I guess it's like cooler, more casual. Yeah.、Um, But yeah, I, I, again, I, do, I don't know very much about Cariño, just like, but they have a big fan base in Mexico, and I've been he- seeing a lot of people on Twitter lobbying to get them out here.、Um, so, you know, who knows? I might be at a Cariño show soon enough. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm really standing for Cariño. There's, like, the, there's this like, little crew of like, queer indie pop bands. Uh, uh, kind of like coming out of, of, of Spain right now. I don't know if Cariño are queer, but with a song called Bisexual, you know, I feel like this is an informed guess. I don't care. They, like, can pop- be, they can be my bisexual icons because、yeah. like, if Katy Perry can be like, a gay icon, then I can have、Ooh. bisexual icons that are straight. Whatever. Yeah, but there's also like Papa Topo, there's also Monte Rosa. Hydro、um, uh, Jeunesse,、um, uh, Puto Chino Maricon,、uh, Lidia Damunt. So, like, it's just like, okay, like, there's a lot of, like, there's this kind of, like, really cool,、uh, very friendly queer insurrection happening right now in Spain that's really cool. Because I feel like a lot of, like,、uh, queer and trans music has, has taken a very Serious turn. So, like, I'm like, I'm really glad to see、uh, musicians re embracing camp, re embracing a sense of humor. Like, you can still deliver a pop, you know, or like a bop or a jam, you know, but it can still be like whimsical. Well,、um, yeah, I don't know. So, I still need music to dance to. Come on. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, again, right now, you know, Uh, being politically minded is unfortunately trendy.、Um, so, like, you know, it's not, it, it, a lot of people are just leaning into that. And again, I mean, like, you know how you I know, feel about a, this. It's, it's better than it not and, being trendy. I guess. I, I don't know. It's just, but I also feel like, I mean, we were talking about like pride, right? About how like it's devalued by, by, by all the corporate aspect、totally, of it. I think,、right. I feel so like it leads、bo- to some bad things. 
Yeah, just, I mean, again, I'm glad it exists. You know, I mean, I'd rather have, you know, political queer music than not at all, obviously. And we're still in Spain. So uh, from Cariño, we're going to jump into Rosalia. Um, and so Rosalia, but I mean, by the time this airs, like the, 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 the song will be, you know, a couple of weeks old, but, um, so she's been dropping a lot of new music recently. So, you know, first it was like that, the massive, like Con Altura, you know, with J Balvin, then it was like Aute Couture, which was terrible as far as I'm concerned. The song was not great. Um, Neither was the video. I really liked the video. I didn't like the song because it reminded me too much of El Guincho's Hiperacia, mm. which... I, I, which, in my opinion, is a failure as a as a as a producer. Like he, I know what I understand what he was trying to go for, and I don't think he succeeded. And on Rosalia's album El Mal Querer, I I do think he actually succeeded uh, at what he was trying to do. Um, so, but anyway, but but I really really like this new double single. It's called Fucking Money Man. Um, there's two songs on it. There's Millonaria, uh, and then there's Dios nos libre del dinero. Um, I really I like. Most people really like uh, Dios nos libre del dinero because it sounds a lot like the songs on uh, on El Malquerer. I really liked Millonaria though. Millonaria, it's a, new, um, a new direction for her. It's like. There's only the tiniest hint of um, a flamenco thing going on. Um, mm -hmm. It's very minimal. It's very rhythmic, which is actually kind of, it, which actually keeps to the spirit of flamenco. Um, Absolutely. But also very much the spirit of hip hop without actually being either one of those things. And, I and she's very swaggy, just talking about money. It, it, it's rather unseemly. I don't care for it. You know, I don't care for like all this, like, I'm so, I'm so rich now. Like, I don't care for that. Yeah, which is like, um, like also like you were a broke indie singer like a year ago. Anyway. Yep. It's not, it's not, that's not so cute. But like musically speaking, I do think it's much more interesting. Uh, and also um, is she people sings like it in their, Catalan. People like their money jams though. I guess. I mean, I just, I, I don't feel like I need it because I don't have any fucking money and I can't relate to you having a ton of it. Well, it's like, um, it's like speak it into existence. People want to like sing along with money songs to like manifest that. I don't know. That's always been to me like one of one of the down my, one of my personal downfalls with hip hop is just like I don't care about the jewels that you got. Like you know, rap about something. You're not um, fooled by the rocks that I got. Yeah, not at all. It's cool. Um, but um, again, so anyway, Millonaria is you were saying Millonaria is yes, Millonaria is sung in Catalan, uh, which is really cool because she hasn't really done this. She didn't do it at all on El Mal, on El Mal Querer and all these new, um, you know, obviously like Latin America is a huge market for her right now, and of course the the diaspora in the U.S. Um, so like she's really been sticking to Castilian uh, Spanish, um, but you know, so it's indeed, and so it's really cool that she. Uh, you know, for like, I would have expected the Catala to be, you know, Dios nos libre del dinero, you know, more, you know, whatever, it's a ballad, it's going to be more obtuse or whatever. I'm re I really like that she did it for the pop track. Um, and that to me, I was like, okay, you have my attention. And, and it's, I mean, it's incredibly successful. The videos are not great, but the, the, the songs I really, really like. And I so think I, really I think we should listen to it. how she now. keeps finding ways to push the envelope just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and and obviously she is a team, you know, like El Guincho and then all the Canada people behind her, um, you know. But but yeah, the talent is there, and they're they're doing they're doing it right, and I'm not mad at it at all. All right, well, um, enough about the song. Let's listen to it. Yeah. Okay, so this is Rosalia. The track is Millonaria, and we'll be right back with more new music. La Rosalia. Uh, Casos que no escuparse millonaria. 
si ploguessin sant els bitllets pels aires Un dia per Mumbai i el següent a Malta Sempre ben escoltada, prova de bala El que voldria és tenir un belli de color blanc i un de color verd Però tot això sé que no puc fer fins al dia que tingui molts diners El que voldria és tenir Només vull veure bitllets de cent Només vull veure bitllets de cent Poquim moriment Signar del dòlar dintre la ment Díselo, Rossi Que jo sé que no és culpa ser milionària Perquè entenc quin el Louvre així com el Magba Poquim moni la mixtape Cada dia celebrant el meu cumpleanys I dos joves corrent pel jardí de casa El que voldria és tenir Poquim moriment Només vull veure bitllets de cent Només vull veure bitllets de cent Poquim moniment Signar del dòlar dintre la ment Porto dos o de març Fets amb el cobert de diamants I un obloc de caviar bang bang Que te'l puc regalar Tinc un xaval contractat Perquè m'obri els regals a Nadal Tanco el centre comercial I em menjo jo sol un gelat Cava xampà, pot i botelles Bautit juliot, compro una estrella El que voldria és tenir Poquim moriment Només vull veure bitllets de cent Poquim moriment Signar del dòlar dintre la ment Poquim moriment Només vull veure bitllets de cent Poquim moriment Signar del dòlar dintre la ment Poquim moni la mixta Poquim moriment Poquim moriment Només vull veure bitllets de cent Poquim moriment
Okay, so that was an amazing signal single by a band that just released uh, what they consider to be their debut album. That was Divino Nino's Melty Caramello. And you actually just reviewed this album for Pitchfork, which, by the way, hey, come through, mama. I'm very, very happy. Um, and I'm Congratulations. Happy, I'm super happy that it was this album, because this album's great. Um, it gave me a lot to talk about, because it's super weird but also super listenable pop music and just like Mm -hmm. guys get this album um also i don't know if we talked about this on the show but i got the chance to see them live recently and um no we didn't talk about that please 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 go on uh they were great um and uh on top of it they were opening for this like big soul band um, like this like classic soul band like kind of a Daptones sort of thing so it was mm-hmm. not really an indie rock crowd but um, Divino Nino are really good musicians and yeah. they uh, their, their music is just like so quality and like they really capture this slightly nostalgic feel while also being like I don't know very much like moving indie rock forward at the same time that uh, they really the crowd was crazy about them they were like, oh, my God, what's their name? What's their name? What did you say? <laughs> so it was it was awesome. I've you know, I've, I've had the chance to see them twice now, um, both times in Chicago. I, once next to you at at Rila Fest. Um, I will and, never forget. And, y- and I was I was kind of mad at myself uh, because like I've been I've been very on top of this album cycle. I'm like, OK, cool. Like I even like r- randomly emailed them. I was like, hey, please give me a heads up on this album. Da Because like I want to cover it. And then I just didn't get around to it because June was fucking bonkers. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a phenomenal album. I have listened to it quite a bit. Um, and I, what, I, what strikes me about it is that it's really easy listening. Um, yes. They're not like. They're not trying to do... They're doing a bunch without trying to do too much. They're just like, oh, yeah, you know, um, like, yeah, we're just going to make, you know, this cool, easy breezy music with, like, very pretty songwriting. It's, like, deceptively Um, easy breezy. It's easy on you, but they definitely put work into it. Like, they took time to play together, like, develop a sound. They took time to record this album they worked with like their friends in Chicago. Um, it takes a village to make an album this good. And, totally. Um, yeah. So like, they're not trying to like show off by like writing really complicated songs or anything, but like, the music is layered and smart, and it's like reminds me of like old school indie rock. One because it's weird, and two because like someone took the time to make something really cool instead of like, you know like writing something that like doesn't even have a hook on a keyboard and putting it on SoundCloud and calling it a song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Girl. Ooh, let me start dragging people anyway. But um, no, but you, you in the article kind of describe it as like crate digging a little bit. And, and now that you mentioned classic rock, yeah, like it totally, it, it totally has sort of like a seventies classic rock, rock vibe about oh, it. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know, definitely. like an Alan Parsons type of type of record. Was definitely just like, that, oh, okay, like, but like in like a, a late seventies, early eighties yacht rock kind of thing or like mm-hmm, AM mm-hmm. radio. But really I meant like indie rock. Like, this reminds me of, like, weird albums from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, like, Self-Skizmodgery. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Anybody? I don't. Anybody? <laughs> no, not, not, not I. Anyway. 
Um, well, anyway, it's a fantastic record. Shout out to Divino Nino. Shout out to you for getting up in Pitchfork finally. Ah! And yeah, June June was uh, was loaded with with a lot of new publications for us. So shout out. Yeah. Um, I I want to talk about Cessa. Um, we have some some Brazilian representation up in this. Indeed, indeed. Um, what, so yeah, what, we're moving. What can you tell us? We're moving on to that. <laughs> Um, okay, Sessa yes. is kind of um, a Brazilian indie OG. Uh, he was one of the founding members of the band uh, Garota Suecas, which um, is or was uh, like a pretty cool psych band from like several years ago. Um, and let's see, but he has a new solo album out as Sessa now. And it's called uh, Grandeza, or like, I'm not sure how you would pronounce that in um, Portuguese. Yeah, Grandeza. Something like that. And um, mm-hmm. and he's on tour in the U.S., like, basically now. July 5th is his tour kicks off. So look it up, guys. Awesome. And um, yeah, the music is cool. It's like this sort of like lo-fi indie samba thing. And Mm -hmm. so another great album for summer and I definitely feel like kicking back in the summertime. And I think that uh, you should like it. And that is why I brought in the title track, Grandesa. Fantastic. Okay, so let's uh, listen to that now. Again, this is Cesa. The track is Grandesa and we'll be right back with more new music. Grandeza Minha grandeza Cantável Minha grandeza Minha grandeza Cantável Meu irmão Minha mulher Que sonhos O sonho dos mais Perigosos Meu irmão, minha mulher, me dê a mão Eu não sei de muito não Eu não trago a solução Minha grandeza Minha grandeza Inadiável coração Que 
canções o sonho dos mais perigosos Inadiável coração Em doido horizonte batas Numeroso minha grandeza Minha grandeza Thank you.
right, so that song was cool, uh, but I know nothing about this artist. Mabe Frati? Yes, so I, I think I actually brought Mabe Frati to uh, our last like new music episode, um, but this was before she released her, her brand new album, uh, Pies Sobre la Tierra. Um, and so Mabe Frati is a Guatemalan uh, cellist uh, who is based in Mexico City, um, and she's very active in like experimental music circles. So she'll like uh, collaborate a, a bunch with like Victoria and Manitas Nerviosas and Camille Mandoki and Concepcion Huerta. Um, and so, and she's really, uh, again, she's crazy talented. Um, and this album, like, uh, you know, like I've heard, again, I've heard very like gauzy, ethereal music before. And, and actually, like, there's been a, a bunch of like these very sort of delicate, very um, almost fragile sounding albums that have dropped uh, recently. Um, and we're going to listen to a few more of these, you know, flavored kind of cuts uh, in, in the next couple of uh, tracks. But, but yeah, so this album to me is one of the most beautiful things I've heard all year. It really is just phenomenal. Uh, she blew me away. Um, and again, the song is called Creo Que Puedo Hacer Algo. Um, and again, I, I, I don't have too much to say about it because like it, it, the song, the song is, 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 I mean, it's kind of like, it synthesizes the album. It's just like all these beautiful, ethereal vocals and then like you know she uses her cello obviously to create these arrangements but she also uses it for percussion um she is just it, it's just such a clever album um and yeah it's just stunning it really feels like art um like you know like when you're in a, in a gallery and a piece just kind of takes your breath away for a while yeah like th that's what this record sounds like to me it's just like the first time i heard it i was like oh crap like I wasn't even sure this was possible. Um, like, yeah, the first it's, time it's really, I was really in something. a big Bed Bath and Beyond, and I saw the drugstore <laughs> section, and I was like, "Oh my god, I had no idea." Oh yeah, I I mean, and and well, and I wanted to, I wanna, I wanna um, carry on in this particular sort of sort of sound, sort of mood, um, and I want to play a track by Anaïs Azul. Um, so first of all, shout out to Radio Menea because this is the this is that's where I heard it the first time. Um, you and then all their I got good shit for our podcast. Ah, um, and then I like was checking the song mess email and I had gotten uh, a, a press release from Anaïs Azul's team. Um, and so Anaïs Azul is a uh, uh, a first generation Peruvian American uh, non-binary. Uh, based in Boston. And so this, you know, so they, they, you know, they um, were a, a CFA fellow at, um, at Boston Medical, at the Boston Medical Center. Um, and so they were working on this program that basically like to develop like a surgical practicum uh, to treat uh, patients in English and Spanish and using music. Um, oh, and rad. so he, so the track is called Healing, and it, even though it's a very, uh, it's a very personal, very sort, sort of confessional <clears throat> um, story. I mean, it's about it's about healing from like these scars or like about this emotional baggage that Anais has carried uh, throughout most of their life uh, because of again, you know, be, feeling othered as a you know the 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 child of immigrants as a again not really fitting into com uh, gender you know, a, expectations, a gender non-conforming person. Uh huh. Exactly. And so, you know, so it, 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 it is a personal story of healing that has also been used to heal other people. Okay. Um, and I, so that's like, really cool. Wasn't crazy about the song when I heard it, but now that yeah. I know the backstory, I am 
I'm going to listen to it again with like different ears. Yeah, and and musically, I mean, it's stunning. Uh, you know, they tapped uh, a, a a large circle uh, of friends. Uh, you know, like there's you know oboe and strings and, and piano, and it's just like it's so feather light. You know, it's delicate. It's pretty. It's it's really like twee almost. It reminded me of like chamber pop of like the early two thousands, but without an ounce of pretense. Uh, it just felt honest, and it's just like you know, like so many so many artists I feel get wrapped up in being artsy, uh, and this really didn't feel like any it's of that. Just it just felt like. Art. Yeah, it was just like, oh, it's just, I'm telling my story, and it just sounds really beautiful as, as they're doing it. All right, well, let's, let's um, listen again. Okay, so this is Anais Azul. The track is called Healing, and we'll be right back with more new music. That's not me, that's not the way that I flow Tormented time to genders bring me closer to the finish line A needle in a haystack they told me I should find Guess healing's not easy to come by Till then I wallow through my seams that I've stitched up together many times Oh, none of life is temporary, though some of it's preliminary For all the things you're gonna fix and wanna change again Improve upon the hate you've barricaded yourself in Quit thinking that you'll never win, you won't by numbing up with gin Healing, healing, healing hurts Full of empty, I didn't know what to do But now I write songs and cook myself food I feel only in a mob, I just wanna be alone Cause now I can breathe in my own home And none of life is temporary, though some of it's preliminary For all the things you're gonna fix and wanna change again Improve upon the hate you barricaded yourself in Quit thinking that you'll never win, you won't by numbing up with gin So I guess that is good The salt of my tears has healed all my wounds My witness is fear and it's leaving
mejor, mejor Donde sentarme, donde dormirme Dame un pasado mejor, mejor Donde sentarme, donde dormirme Dame un pasado mejor, mejor brought another Noia song and I love it and I find it very like emotionally seductive um, yes in a way that her music can be but this is like the strongest dose I've ever gotten and it's a good thing I'm sitting down and just side note um, I really want that uh, satin top she's wearing in uh, the video yes yeah, I mean, y- you mentioned before we started recording that there was a lot of Spain on the playlist, and I didn't even realize that. I, I-, I had completely forgotten that Noia is Spanish. Um, and yes, Noia is from and Noia is from Barcelona, um, based in Brooklyn, I believe. Yep. Um, and and her new EP called Crisalida is stunning. I mean, she and like and her beats, her beat making is really. Um, I don't even know what the word would be asymmetrical. It's complex. It's, it's really sort of like, um, uh, rebuscado. Like it's, 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 um, I, I don't know. It's just like, she, like, she never takes the easy road. What's rebuscado um, mean? Rebuscado again, it's like fussy, but like, but not, not, but, but, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, again, she just doesn't take the easy road. Well, she is a super um, like music and production nerd. She's got like, yeah. I'm, and you can tell that shit. <laughs> And well, and and so again, this new EP is fabulous and it's devastating. I mean, and that's and I feel like that might even be an understatement. She has a song on there called Ausencias that's just like, oh crap. But it like, um, I recently was uh, invited to contribute uh, for a zine uh, with a friend of the show, Acuérdate Noé, um, and and I and I put Ausencias on there because like I've been tw- twenty nineteen has been a bit weird for me emotionally. Uh, you know, I've been dealing with like a lot of anxiety and just sort of like. Uh, loneliness. Um, so it's just like, you know, because obviously I'm Aww, a, I'm a f- well, I mean, I, I'm fine, mm. but <laughs> I wish I could come visit you. I would love that if but you did. I'm um, broke. You taught me the word for that in Spanish today. What is it? Ah, uh, quiebra. Yeah. O estoy, o estoy quebrada. Estoy muy quebrada. 
Yeah, that would be that would be a correct sentence. <laughs> but um, but yeah, again, this 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 uh, EP is fabulous. Again, this track is called Ciudad del Humo. Um, and sorry. Okay. Anyway. um i mean you're not wrong you're still not wrong um but anyway it's a it's a fabulous ep it's four tracks all of them devastating um and i highly recommend this record um we're about to wrap up but before we go i want to give you guys a a bit of an update on things that have been going on in song mess uh if uh you know you probably noticed uh a we're on spotify now um b uh, I'm dropping two episodes a week uh, at the moment. And th- the week that this episode comes out, this will be the only episode of the week that I want this episode. Uh, I like new music episodes to get their own shine. Uh, but also, like, you know, I want y'all to have a breather um, because there will be another series <laughs> of uh, another deep dive happening. I was in Monterrey a few weeks ago and I did nine interviews while I was there and I'm doing one uh, in Mexico City this week. So to complete sort of a round of 10. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying these deep dives. Uh, I mean, I'm just taking advantage of the limited time that I have uh, in in uh, uh, Mex- left in Mexico. Yeah, what's um, happening with that, that, man? You said that you were going to leave soon. Yes, and so I'm probably going to be making moves uh, sometime in September. Um, you know, I will. I, I will be sure, in uh, New. Sure. I, no, 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 no. I will be in New York before the end of August. Ladies and uh, beca- gentlemen, Richard said he was going to Mexico for six months. How long? Well, have you I been say there? that. I mean, year and a half. Uh-huh. No, no year. No year and three months. Two months. Um, but but yes, by the time I leave, it will be close to a year and a half. You've been there for um, like whole, five years. And so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be in New York at the end of uh, of August because I have to complete my move. Awesome. Um, yeah, and um, I may be in Mexico probably through September, and then heading to Chile either end of September or early October. To see your point baby. is, yeah, and so point is, I'm gonna be doing a lot of interviews, uh, also in New York, also in Mexico City, because like I have a list. I literally have a list of artists, and it's like 40 interviews that and I want to do. And hanging out like, with me, shit, and recording episodes <laughs> yes. with me. Yes, um, and but point is the uh, the two the two episodes a week thing will carry on for a hot minute because again time is limited and you know I really want to get y'all as much content as I possibly can uh, from Mexico before before I leave it so well, um, just okay just trying to give y'all an update. One thing is not changing. You can still mm. um, send us a message at songmessmusic at gmail dot com. And I, if you ask for stickers, I will not only send you stickers, but I will send you cool swag. I've got some pretty good swag. And every time me and Richard record an episode, uh, someone takes me up on this offer. And let me tell you, those are some happy fans of the podcast. (laughs) Just ask. That's true. I mean, because it's like... You know, like, it, it's because it's not never just a sticker. It's like a CD or a flyer for something cool or whatever. I have um, Latinx swag stockpiled and waiting to go to your place. And so, yeah, I mean, f- feel free to send us a message. Uh, again, I think I've gotten pretty good at answering our email. Uh, but again, feel free to tweet me or, or uh, send a, send an Insta message, you know, DM. The nudes are always welcome because Beverly is no longer checking our inboxes. <laughs> Do not um, send me any nudes. Uh, but I will take all of Unless them. Unless by nudes um, you mean like ramen, udon, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> rotini. 
Those are the only nudes also, I like. Also, I just realized we're closing with a track that's not like heavy. We're we're not closing on a on a negative note <laughs> for once. Um, but um, before we go, uh, again, I want to remind you all that we are uh, on uh, on all streaming platforms. Uh, that's uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud. Still on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us on all of the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, as Beverly mentioned, you can also message us directly uh, 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 via email, uh, songmessmusic at gmail.com. Uh, I'll remind you all that we have a, uh, an, a weekly uh, playlist called Bops that we update well, weekly. Uh, it's always in the show notes. And if you want to support Song Mess uh, with your love, feel free to go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. That helps uh, bring the show uh, to more folks' attention. And if you want to show us some financial love, uh, we have an online store. That's songmess.threadless.com. Shout out to listener Walter out in Chicago who bought a T-shirt recently and wore it to Pride. I mean, mood. Iconic. Uh, <laughs> I, iconic um, uh, Bev before I introduce the last song uh, for any new listeners out there do you want to uh, share some social media where people can follow you or read your work oh yeah um, find me on Instagram where you can see pictures of um, my friend's pets um, <laughs> my handle there is bad idea potluck um, and on Twitter I am DJ BB check and that that's where you could find my articles actually i just spam people with articles everywhere so if you want to read my opinions about music find me on social media and that's what you're gonna get um but yeah the main thing is and and for newcomers where where are you writing these days oh um well i did just have that first article in pitchfork and i don't know i am a free agent uh, also Work. available to hire. Um, mm. But, you know, enough about me. This, the last song is by Milton James. Yes. Talk about uh, Latin indie daddies. Um, yeah, royalty. From, from Denver, one half of Denver. And this song is called Muriendo por Dentro. And, Correct. And uh, that means dead inside. Dying on the inside. Dying on the inside. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it already. So this is from uh, his uh, latest EP uh, called Pop Impresionista. Uh, So Milton, uh, as you mentioned, yes, he is half of Denver with uh, Mariana Montenegro. uh, But he and he's and he's had a number of solo projects. But this is the first time that he's releasing music under his name uh, because he used to do like the Janeiros and um, uh, Nueva Orleans. But Milton James, to me, is my favorite project, a solo project of his. Denver will always hold a very special place in my heart. But everything that has he's been dropping. Uh, in this new sort of solo uh, stage uh, has blown me away. He has two EPs thus far. It's all leading up to a new album called Pretemporada. Um, and and Muriendo Por Dentro is, I think, the standout track from, from the second EP. Again, it's called uh, Pop Impresionista, um, and, which was actually very rocky. Uh, there's, there's a bit of, like, it sounds a little bit like Goo Goo Dolls at times, a little bit like Hole. Um, and, but then wow. this song is just like a dancey synth pop you know, moment. And again, and, and it's funny cause like I, I mentioned 
you know, that I was invited to, to, to collaborate on that zine and that the, the, the premise of the Acuérdate Noé zine um, is very much like, you know, your soundtrack for summer and there's like a playlist that, that goes along with it and I put the Noé track on there, I put this Milton song on there um, as sort of like a, a you know, um, kind of like a synthesis of how I've been feeling recently, which is, which is again, like, um, it, it, Muriendo Por Dentro is about, like, you, uh, you know, he, he say, he's like singing, he's like, I see you at the club dancing, I see you out here shopping, I see you on social media, but I also know that you're dying on the inside. And it's like, and it's like, wow. and it's very much like, yeah, it's very much like, no, you know, like you never know what people are feeling just because of their output. Um, you know, um, and so like if, if, if it, it, that sort of kicked off my playlist of like, help. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, but again, it's a wonderful song. I actually... Uh, I got to see him perform at um, at Festival Marvin, which was uh, a blessing because I didn't have any tickets for Festival Marvin. Um, but his like his publicist was like, "Hey, oh my God, you're here! Let me like I was out I was outside stalking." Um, and he was like, and he did, like put like a wristband on me, and and I got to sing this along live. I put it on our Insta. Um, yeah, it's it's a great song. I'm obsessed with Milton James. I have to write about this record. You want to wear his um, skin? Oh my God, do I ever! Uh, but um nice anyway skin. it's uh, okay uh, um but uh anyway i'm i'm obsessed with milton james i'm obsessed with the song uh is there anything else that we want to share before we go bev um no works for me <laughs> uh okay well again uh my name is richard viegas uh and you are i am beverly Bryan. And uh, this is Song Mess, a uh, brand new music episode, and I think we'll have another one coming up soon. Uh, the song is uh, Muriendo Por Dentro. This is by Milton James. Um, you know, enjoy yourselves, dance, take care of each other, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.
Yeah.